Authors, a podcast where two friends share tips and experiences from our own writing journeys. So hello and welcome back to the Aspiring Authors podcast. How are you doing, Lorna? Hello, I am doing okay. <laughs> I'm no, I'm well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, yeah, there's lots of things kind of throwing letters here and there, but yeah, keeping my head above the water. <laughs> um, just to just to let people know, I am in a place where it's raining. So um, yes, just in case you hear. Um, tap 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 it's raining outside so hopefully that'll be that'll make you feel nice and you know warm and cozy wherever you are and not needing the toilet um the whole time I speak so (laughs) (laughs) um yeah just to let you know it's raining here and it's miserable and cold in Melbourne how is it with you um it's not too bad spring's been quite good here um, I'm in Scotland, just in case you're new to this podcast. Um, I, we're two friends, but we're other sides of the world. Um, and yeah, Scotland's been quite nice. It's been okay weather. It's starting to warm up. The leaves are coming out. Flowers are coming out. It feels like spring is finally here, but it feels also like we haven't had winter. It's just been a mild oh. one. And we haven't had snow and um in the central belt or anything like that so it's filled like it was a hit and miss winter but now we're finally getting spring so um hurrah yeah it's finally nice spring for the um one hour a day <laughs> that you're allowed at the moment because of mm-hmm. current mm-hmm. crisis mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how's your writing uh been going this week how's how is the writing world of Haley? kind of the same as last week (laughs) really um last week I talked about I'm not able to focus on book two because I'm engrossed and um just kind of working on pitching and cover letters and synopsis and stuff for book one because I am yeah I just kind of want to send it out I want to make sure that I um dot all the i's and cross all the t's so yeah i've just kind of been working on that this week how's your writing been going i've not been really writing afresh um i'm also uh i was doing i was editing kind of going through the first draft of my of my second novel that i'd wrote uh, but now I am working through my first novel so in a sense I'm similar to you I have an editor who is going through everything and each week she's sending me it in, in drips and drabs which is good um, so I'm working through all her um, kind of notes and things which have been invaluable but that's where my head is at like I really I'm not um like last week we we chatted about uh, what we're going to do traditional um or self publish um sorry in, indie publish 
and we both were saying we're going to do the go down the traditional route. So this episode will kind of follow on from that. Um, but yeah, I feel like I am so lost in the editing stage that I'm quite behind. And, you know, I feel like... Uh, I feel like we're both in school right now and <laughs> you, we've been given homework and Haley has done all her homework and she's there at the front of the class and I am at the back of the class trying to hide uh, from the teacher <laughs> because I haven't done very much. Uh, I am so ill prepared for this <laughs> episode, but also because I'm just like recoiling from the the episode name it's like um so anyway we're, we're this episode is going to be pitching your novel yeah and, the and different types of even just that is is not appealing to me in the slightest and I feel like since I feel this way I'm sure there are plenty of other people out there feeling the same way and probably listening to this so I'll just be that person and Haley, you're a you're a few steps ahead of me um, with this process um, so because have you fully done all your editing or are you still going through that stage I'm at the moment I'm still waiting to hear back from a uh, beta reader at the moment so once I hear back from the last person then I'll go through some of the points and kind of hone it in but I'm pretty much there I'm about 95% there I think I just need to hone a couple a little bit but also um looking at the pitching this week and the different types of pitching you really have to focus in on your story and how you want to sell it and get it across to an agent or just a reader um and it makes you think about what the critical points of your story is and if you're wanting to sell it in a certain way, are you covering those actually in your book? So there's a couple of points where I'm, I've been looking at and I was just like, right, I want to do it from this angle, but I might actually have to add a chapter here to hone it in and make it a stronger voice mm. in the novel. So a lot of people say that it's good to kind of pitch, to write your pitch at the beginning of uh, before you start writing your book so you can see the idea and where it's going and the development of it and keeping that in mind whilst you kind of either plot it or pants it um so I can see kind of an ethos behind that because it gives you that idea but I think it also helps you to understand your character but I mean at the end of the day we are not experts we are aspiring authors who are just like a lot of other aspiring authors out there who are basically self-taught self-researching finding the best ways to either get out there as traditional or self-publish or indie publishing and it's finding out what works and what doesn't I mean what we talk about today it might be completely wrong we might have misread the research and sorry yeah sorry in advance or it might be gold we just don't know and the thing is we don't know until we've put it out there and we've put it out to readers we've put it out to agents and yeah we'll talk about tips and tricks down the line and it's just an experiment game 
and it's an experiment and we're yeah. um just as you said we're in, we're investigating it ourselves yeah. we're trying to find researching all of this on our own and really just chatting to each other of is have you looked at this is this any good and that's really it so if anything that we can give if any of the advice we've got Works. helps you in any <laughs> way then yeah, yeah then we're chuffed but we, this if, is so far what's working for us yeah and if you have any tips or tricks um give us a shout and every as well and it's just it's a conversation yeah. between us two but also you guys listening and it's just we're in this with you <laughs> basically um and it's making sure that you're not alone because i think doing this especially when you're about to do submissions it can be really daunting. It's really scary. But if you're doing it by yourself and you're doing it as like a little secret hobby away from your family on top of a full-time job or work time, part-time or you're a mom or a dad or anything like that and writing has become your saving grace like it has been for me, um, then actually getting to the point where you're putting it out there and you haven't really been telling people that you've been writing, it's lonely in a sense and it's daunting and it's you haven't got a qu- quite enough confidence to tell people you're writing, no mind enough confidence to approach publishers or agents to say, right, buy my book, take me on as a writer, take me on as a professional and it's selling yourself. So yeah, we're in this with you and it's just kind of yeah. putting it out there, some of our tips researching and yeah hopefully it works and we're just kind of it's so daunting it really is like I I feel like um yeah each each and every area there is with with uh, what we're doing with the podcast and we're researching different things each week each area is like it takes a lot of time and I really have not researched enough on pitching there is a big pitching world out there and it all just is so much information it's hard to zone in to where where I should be looking and who I should be um, listening to it's just there, and this is just one little step yeah so um yeah I, if we can help at all, and also Haley, you you've got to help me help me out <laughs> as well, okay? Because I've watched a lot this week, and it's just there's just so there's just too much information that I can't. I I we need to whittle it down, yeah, to make it a bit simplify it, uh, yeah. to make it less daunting. That's yeah. the thing. I've we've been watching a lot of YouTube videos and articles and everything like that, and what I find is that. I don't know what it's like for everyone else, but I find it best to kind of having step by step, this is what you kind of need to focus on. And in quite a lot of the pitching videos, um, it's a conversation that kind of roundabout telling you, but not actually telling you, right, this is this, this is this. So yeah, we're going to try and cover that in this. Just Are we able to do that? hopefully (laughs) it's just the questions we need we're thinking about and maybe you guys are thinking about and so yeah so the first one would be what does it mean to pitch your book so that's a huge question but what does it mean when it's like right pitch me your book um my heart has just skipped a bit just you (laughs) you looking at me over the Skype 
And I now I'm like, oh, I have to answer this. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's that. It's it's so terrifying. Why is it terrifying? Um, yeah, it's to summar, summarize your book and to entice the person to want to read it. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, it is a lot of things in a way. And I think it's also, but a lot of them are saying out there, it's about selling your book, selling mm-hmm. your idea. Is that pitching is, um, yeah, enticing people in. It's enticing readers and agents. And you will pitch it to an agent. They will pitch that. Um, agents will then pitch it to the editor editor will then pitch it to the sales and marketing they will then pitching it to the reader so you are constantly it's about selling your idea selling you as a writer and selling your book so that basically saying it will sell people will buy it people will want to read it but it's also if you're self-publishing you're as soon as you've got it out there ibook kindle whatever the platform you put it on is that you are selling your book pitching your book to a reader you're saying right instead of buying such and such book please buy my book because it will give you this that and the other and this is an enticing story give you two three days a week a month to escape into this book so you are it's like being a salesperson in that sense you're just putting yourself mm-hmm. out there and it's like right um you're knocking on someone's door and it's like please buy this um vacuum cleaner i think in 1950s now um it will clean your house <laughs> it will give you peace of mind it will be spotless and it will be effortless and so it's that kind of going off on there but it's that kind of sales yeah, sailing, yeah. which is hard for people. That's hard for people when it's your own work. Maybe if I was selling your book, it would be easier yeah. than me for me to sell my own book because it's personal. So, okay, that's pitching. Yeah. So, and um, different types of pitching. Yeah. How so, many areas do we have? Well, <laughs> you have... 500. <laughs> oh, you got your notepad out. Yep. Because, yeah, this is not just for traditional publishing. You do, as you said, you do need to know this for indie because you can be going straight to your potential readers rather yeah. than going to an agent. Yeah, you can... You, basically, it's selling it to anyone and everyone. So you're mm. pitching your ideas to family or friends, you're pitching it to agents, but you're just pitching it to readers. And, um, but it's also kind of, in a sense, pitching it to yourself. I think if you hone in your yeah. verb and everything, you can go, right, I've got a sense of what my book is. I can summarize it in a paragraph or two. And it's that kind of thing, because if someone says, if you get that daunting experience and go, oh, yeah, I'm a writer. And they go, oh, you're a writer. What are you writing? instantly they're asking you to pitch your book and you have to summarize it and I think if you're in the midst of actually writing your book you're going ah I've plotted it I'm not too sure what's happening if you're a panzer it's a whole different question but I think once you've written it and everything then it's you need to hone in what are the key points to your book and that's what you need to kind of be pitching you've got the different types of pitches it's not just one thing so 
the first one is one of the big ones is the hook and we've talked about the hook before and we'll talk about it again because it's what kind of draws people in and the hook is the question the situation or the promise Mm. indicated in your story and then your story is the answer to it and the hook can also be the title of your book so you're enticing someone in straight away they're reading the and the title and it's like right I've kind of got a sense of it are you intriguing them are you like plain sailing in it or are you giving them a question and then it's also it's the situation you're putting your character in to hook them in so then you've got the UPS you might see as well the unique selling point what makes your book different from um others in the market what makes you stand out why should they pick you and not joe Bloggs? and then you've got the elevator pitch i hadn't really heard of this one before until we started researching but then i realized when i was looking through um the different agents and starting to research them and what they're looking for one of the big agents in the uk is actually asking for an elevator pitch so it made me start to realize you need to know a lot more than just the blurb kind of thing so the elevator pitch is a short pitch designed to capture the attention and the interest so it's either one line two lines three lines yeah, but sentence. that's it and mm. it's that kind of grabbing story um you've also got the high concept is another form of pitch. So um, the high concept could be um, a book out there that's called 13. And the high concept is just kind of like a question. It's a, like for 13, it's the murder, the murder is not on trial, they're on the jury. So you straight oh. away going, yeah, <laughs> straight away, that's the high concept. So you're right. kind of intriguing them in and go, oh, okay, that's a whole different thing. That sounds intriguing. That sounds interesting. And you're kind of grabbing them in. And then the hook is also the title, 13. So it's the 13 members of the jury, or is it 13 victims? Is it 13 people, families? You just don't know. And then it's, so it's kind of having that idea and then you've got the blurb which we will talk about in another podcast so but the blurb is the description on the back of the book um it's sometimes different um associated in america but in the uk it's the short one or two paragraphs on the back of the book kind of giving you the hook um the um, the characters, the conflict, but we'll talk about that in, in a little bit soon. And then you've got the last one is the shout line or the subtitle. So that's the um, shown on the book cover after the title. So it could be um, it could be anything. So you could basically use like the 13 thing as a shout line. The murderer is not on trial, they're in the jury. So you're using the high concept maybe as a shout line or you're using it sometimes it's a three word sentence as well that kind of could be a shout line. Um, So yeah, they're the different ones to really hone in on. And so we're going to kind of discuss which ones you need, which ones um, you kind of need to understand all of them and kind of Mm -hmm. develop all of them just in case 
you never know what the agent's going to ask you. But wow, um, that's a yeah. lot. That's a lot. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. And have you heard of a query pitch? Because that was one I came across as well. The query pitch is the pitch. So the query pitch is the query letter. So it's the pitch ah. that you're putting on the letter. And we've got, we'll go through, um, in another podcast, we'll go through the query letter and how you should kind of um, explain it and what you should include and everything. But that's the pitch. So it's the, like, on the one that I was talking about to one of the big agents in the UK, it says, right, you need to, can you include the elevator pitch? So a couple of lines are kind of shouting out that they would use maybe to sum it up to an editor that they've got in mind. And then you've got the blurb. So that's all the pitch is in the query letter. So when they're talking about that, that's what they mean. Yeah, that is, that's a lot to research. But actually, since you've gone through that, because I've got these, um, I have these written down um, that, yeah, it's just breaking it all apart that they all have, they're quite similar, but they all have their own, yeah, little, um, they're like subheadings or like the hook. So you're, so with the hook, you're just yeah. writing down, you're just writing down the hook. Like, no, like let's just go through this really the... briefly. Yeah. Okay. Go with each one, because we've got a lot. So with the hook, you're, yeah. what are you doing that with the hook? Story. So with the hook is actually in your story. So it's uh -huh. hooking you in, it's the big question, it's a situation that you're putting your main cool. character in, your protagonist into. Um, but so it, the hook the, is drawing yeah. them in, so you're hooking the fish. Um, but also yeah. the hook can be the title as well. That's another thing. So for my book, my first one, um, my title is Rope Walk. So you've got the hook is Rope Walk can mean various things in different situations um but it might make people question what is rope walk what do they mean by that what's the implication and as you go in you'll start to feel different situations according to that title and then it's normally about a third of the way through the book after the um the critical point is that you'll have the hook the situation that they need to start to escape from in a sense so you'll yeah. include the hook into the blurb as well so yeah that's why you understand so, um what the hook is but would you address the hook as an individual thing or that that's just for you to know what that is like i'm just wondering if ed um agents ask for this because i don't remember no i think it's more about you understanding needing to know it is. yeah 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 so okay. you need to know it for your book you need to know for the thing they might, they might turn around if you have if they're querying it they want to know the full manuscript or something if you sent out the sample chapters they might say right so tell me the hook of your story and it's like gone girl the, uh, she's literally gone. Where's she gone to? How has she gone? How has she disappeared? Has she been murdered? Is she just missing? So you've got, for that story, Gone Girl, it's in, I think it's in the second or um, first or second chapter at the end, and it's just like, she's gone. So that's the hook in as well. It's 
pulling people in. So you need to understand it for your story arc and your plotting, but you also need to understand it so you can put it in your blurb and if an agent asks. Okay, so mine, I don't know if it's a hook because I'm still working on it. It's that she escapes, she escapes her life, but it kind of, she actually um, discovers discovers her past and herself even though she was escaping I need to put that into some words that are a bit more exciting and hooky well yeah if you think of what the hook is defined as the hook is the question the situation or the promise so what situation are you putting your main character into what do they need to get out of what is their conflict what is the um, obstacles that they've got? That's the hook. So you're kind of, even if you've got um, like a rom-com or a thriller or a horror and everything, the characters have to go through a journey, an obstacle, a situation to get to the other side to develop as a person and the personality. So what is the situation that are in that they need to escape? Because she escapes pretty early on. She is escaping her dull, dreary life that's filled with yeah, but nothing. Why is she escaping her life? Why is she making that move? Because she doesn't like herself. So that's you have to delve into her character arc to find out what that kind of situation is. You've got the catalyst or the inciting incident that the character decides to change. So in the first act, the world is one way. And in the second act, the world gets turned upside down. So something happens to them to make that jump. And so it's after that point, a lot of people say that the... um, the hook kind of comes in. You've got the situation building. Um, so you've got, yeah, it's kind of looking at that. I would say with mine, um, my main character, she gets herself into, by making one choice, she then develops into, she finds herself in a precarious situation and entangled with two men but one's obsessive and one's got a darker past. And it's how she finds a way through that with social conflict happening at the moment and social confines. So it's, yeah, it's finding the words to hone down the hook. Yeah. And we've been talking about this for and ages. And a small number. Um, yeah, but I think once you actually work out what it is, then I think when you start writing book two, and book three and book four and book five yeah. you can then if you work out where your hook is before you start writing then i think it's easier i mean if you're a pantser it must be really hard because then your story is developing and finding out as you go along okay but, okay okay okay, yeah. okay okay um i'm just briefly i was just briefly wanting to run through them because because there was a lot of information okay. so go i was it. i Sorry. was just wanting to say so the hook so the hook just like in a few words with you, okay? Just a few words from you, okay? So we've talked about the hook. Uh, so the unique selling point is why should they choose your book, is it, over anyone yeah. else's? Yep. Yeah, so what cool. makes you stand out? Okay, great. And the elevator pitch. So that's the a sentence almost. Of, yeah, it's one or two sentences that kind of grabs yep. them in. 
So I've got here um, from watching something else, watching other <laughs> things. Um, so a sentence dealing with the protagonist. What's the essence of your book? What makes your book unique? And mention the conflict as well. Yeah. And the high concept. What one is that again? So that's the one I was talking about with the, um, the book 13. So the murderer is not on trial. He's in the jury. That's the high concept. So you, it's kind of, it's the ultimate pitch. This is what my story is about. Oh. Is that. So it's not, not the person. hook. That it isn't. It isn't. <laughs> it isn't, God, isn't. It hooks you why in. why it's so confusing. It really is. <laughs> so it hooks you in. But it's okay. your high concept that you put to your agent. Okay. And is that, that's just like a few words, sen a sentence, is it? It's like quite short. What, the shout line the, or the... The high, high concept. The high concept, yeah, it's literally a sentence. Yeah, cool. And then the blurb is the kind of thing that uh, yeah. goes on the back of the book. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, another word for the blurb, I have forgotten because I'm so used to saying blurb, but there is another word for it and I used to say it. The other word for blurb. I have no idea. Oh, it's just um, a book description. Okay, yeah, all right. And then the shout line is something that can feature maybe on the front cover of your book. Yeah, it's a maybe a few words kind of to entice the reader, yeah. kind of to get an, a gist of what the book's so, about. Yeah, I was thinking about it because when I was researching, I kind of came up with an idea of what my shout line would be as an example. Uh -huh. And so yeah. Um, mine would be rope walk, rebellion, obsession, survival. That's my shout line. So that's kind of giving someone three words, three ideas, sums up my book. Rebellion, mm. obsession, survival. Yeah, so that's good. It's, yeah, so straight away you're kind of giving people an idea before they've opened the book, before they've... Um, um, invested in the money you're giving them an idea where it's like oh okay that gives me a exactly. clear concept where this is going yeah because um, if I was looking for like a, a feel good kind of rom-com <laughs> thing I would look at those words and be like oh okay that's it's the style of book that. it is so you, you're, t you're doing the reader a favour just you exactly. know they don't even need to they don't even need to turn it Oh, they don't even need to look at the back. They can just see those words and be like, okay, all right, that's the type of book it is. Cool. And if yeah, they're interested if they're anymore, it's good. Yeah, that, then they'll turn it over onto the back and exactly. you've got it and you've got an idea. So, the key points of the story to focus on. So, um, when you're writing your pitch and everything, the key points to kind of focus on in the story is your either two or three main characters it depends what your story mm. is but who's involved but you want to look at the main main ones you don't want mm. to talk about the um the next level down characters so the main ones that are creating the conflict and the obstacles your main protagonist the antagonist um the love interest and yeah you kind of want to look at that bit you want to kind of strip it down bare naked and um, say, so, right, this is how I sum it up. Who's the main person? What is their obstacles? What is their conflict? And who else is involved to do that? So it's 
that kind have of... You, have you um, written down all these, like, for your own novel? Are you at the comfortable stage of knowing um, all these for your novel? Are you at that stage? Yeah, kind of, but it's all about playing around with the words as well, that you have to get them right, and every word counts. When it's such a short amount of space... And to sell it, you have to choose really the right words. And some people say it's almost like poetry or something. It has a saying. So I think the pressure comes down to not just bottling, um, not just kind of condensing your story, but also the correct words. And this is when um, the pressure of being a writer because you have to know all the words and you have to know the meaning and you have to know what. Um, sequence they go in and everything like this and you feel like you're on trial as a being a writer to just yeah to get the beautiful simplicity of a perfect blurb and yeah, yeah I think that's the bit I'm struggling with but and you have to use power words as well and the ob- objectives and stuff so, I think for me right now it's I'm struggling to really uh understand my book that sounds awful right now but because I'm now going through editing I am uh, quite a bit has been removed and I'm going to be adding in more and potentially a character is going to be changing so I am very um, bit befuffled of what my book is exactly before I can zone in into any of this what would your advice be right now why don't you try to, instead of, if you're a bit confused what it is, so maybe write a pitch, uh-huh. a blurb of how you want your book to be. What's your ideal setup of your book? If you really like let all your cards down, be honest with yourself, what is the book that you want to write that would get you wouldn't want to read and kind of bring in a reader? And so mm. I think maybe write, in, whilst you're like lost and you're changing chapters around, adding new chapters, maybe write the ideal pitch, the book that you want to read. Have okay. your characters, have the situations they're in, but what is the main journey you would want to see, read, be involved in? And maybe do it that way. So maybe write your pitch and then hone the rest of your book around it. Like you would at the beginning. Like some people say um, they write the pitch at the beginning and then they start then writing the book. So maybe if you feel a bit lost, have a look at that. Have a look at your points as well, your post-its, and see the arc and the story that it's going on or what you originally started and how it's changed from that. And then kind of what would what's the main conflict and look at the hook as well if that's what you're lost at create a hook and then add to your story to then develop the hook further maybe Mm. I think it's the the style of book I was writing I feel like it's gone away from that a bit which is not bad but now it's not the style I had anticipated, I had originally, yeah, originally planned. It's now, yeah, turning into something different and... Um, In what way is it different? Um, I think it can be quite sad. 
Okay, so it's more emotional book. Yeah. Than just a light rom com. Yeah. But and also it's not fully romance. So I yeah. don't want to be saying this. I don't want to be saying this is this is going to be your romantic kind of like so, that's an add on. Yeah, it's more it's turned her. into women's fiction than a romantic novel. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Women's fiction. So, that's the one I'm. I I say I am though, but um, yeah. I just I think it's all in my head. So this whole um, doing the pitch, it's yeah. freaking me out, man. Freaking me out. I think it's being honest with yourself <laughs> and seeing what because sometimes you start off as when you start writing, you have this ideal of where you are, who you want to be, and I think it's as you develop as a writer, you're starting to find your voice. And I think it's being honest with yourself of where your voice is developing and where it's taking you and where it's naturally evolving. So I think you have to sometimes break away from this ideal version of what you had to actually what is happening right now and it's maybe sounding instead of like romantic that you were thinking it's maybe turning more into um Jodie Picoult kind of books that are more emotional led um family battles and um, personal battles which is understandable because yeah. you know it can take you years to write a book and it did take me uh, a few years going back into this book and rewriting it so the start of it yeah I feel like it's very and to the how I'm ending it it's quite I feel like I've I've changed and I'm hoping yeah. it's not changed anyway I don't want to talk about my book for too long <laughs> okay so thank you that's given me a lot to think about actually just voicing it and yeah that's that's good um so we were going to talk about character arcs. Um, yeah. Are they important in your pitch? I would say yeah. Yeah. But not too. But not using not uh, not too many characters, as you were saying earlier. Focusing on the main one. If there's a yeah. couple of main ones, for me, it's just really yeah. one. It's it's yeah. You've got you've not got to know your protagonist's character arc, and I think that's the thing. You don't have to spell it out in your burb or your pitch but you have to know it so that you can say right at the beginning of the story they're starting at this situation then this conflict is about to happen and they need to learn this lesson so it's you're saying the journey that they're on so you need to understand the journey that they're on and how they're going from one from a to b to c and i think you don't have to spell it out, but I think you have to understand it. And I think you have to use the correct selective words to basically explain it and how these different characters come into it as well. So the antagonist, if they're prominent or the love interest, if they're part of the conflict in the situation and you kind of want to entice them in enough that they go, oh, I like the sound of this book. Um. And then they'll go, if they're anything like me, um, I see a book and the, and the shelves and I see the title, the picture, the shelf line if it has one, the back of the book, the blurb, um, and then I go to the first couple of pages and I start reading it. And if I feel like there's a link between the blurb and then the first three pages, I'm starting to get an idea of the voice 
and the characters if it's in first person and third person and if it just makes me want to stand there and suddenly 10 minutes later I'm actually reading a lot more than the first three pages and go right okay I need to buy this book and so it's kind of linking all of those steps together and the thing is if it might not be the way that everyone buys books in the bookshops or anything but it's how I buy the book and so I think I need to kind of develop it so that it's if it's how I do it then maybe that's how I need to sell it as well yeah and And that's how I do it too yeah Yeah. so um uh, the first few pages are so important I've heard people say that they read the end like (laughs) like, no way that's that's insane um because it's like well what's the point uh, yeah, I've I've heard that with people. Some people they read the the end, the last couple of pages, and well, frankly, that's you know that's just like okay. Well, I don't know who that person called Jim was, but I know what he did with the stone at the end of whatever. But it also um, it make yeah. you misunderstand the whole concept of the story as well. In your head, you've devi- decided that the story is this, that, and the other. And it could be nothing like that because you're not seeing the character development, you're not seeing the arcs, you're not seeing any of the conflict happening. You're just presuming that the first two pages and then the last two pages and this is what happens in between it. And it's just like, how is that going to make any sense to anyone? <laughs> yeah so there is all that and that's important but yeah for me it's that the words just flow easily um into one another that I kind of trust the the author and it's just an a fairly uh, fairly easy but yeah enticing read that I'm wanting to read more just so it's uh, yeah I think the how it's written obviously is just just as important to me than you know what goes on in it so Haley, let's say we so you are going to submit to agents you've got your email you've got Mm -hmm. your manuscript all finished but depending uh, yeah all all looking great um but maybe you're just going to be sending them the first three chapters or ten thousand words or whatever the agent is asking for and then you've got to compile the email to them so which pitches do you need to submit to an agent i think this is when you have to do your research when before you start um literally about to send everything out you need to research your agents you need to look at the websites um, see who's open to submissions at the moment and then see the submission guidelines and some agents are different from others so you'll see the submission guidelines but sometimes you'll see also the wish list of the particular agents on the side bit and so have a look at between the two um, and then see what they want so when I was going through um researching agents some like I said is asking for an elevator pitch uh, with the blurb some people um are more concerned about the comp titles that we talked about last week when you have to compare your book to other ones and in itself that's a pitch saying um two major ones the hunger games meet um, Narnia 
who the hell knows what kind of books that would be but it's kind of that in itself is a pitch as well that they might then use to editors so some look at comp titles some just wants a blurb some wants a shout line some wants an elevator pitch so it's down to the individual agents so you really need to look at what the agents want compile a list of the agents you want to submit to and then highlight the different pitches you need to work on before then you send it out and give yourself time and space to really work on these pitches and just say right okay so three agents have asked for the elevator pitches so I need to hone that in um, two have asked for a shout line I need to hone that in some have just been asking for blurb the blurb is the continuous one the blurb you all need you always need to put in the query letter so really really work on your blurb um, but don't send them everything don't send them no. on the query letter the shout line the elevator pitch um the blurb um and everything like that and your hook should be included in your blurb your unique selling point you kind of adding that to your bio why is this story in particular important why are you the right person to write this story um that's kind of included in your pitching as well but it's not just in your face going the unique selling point of this book is um blah 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 blah, blah. so it's that's kind of interlinked with it so you're kind of mentioning the hook unique selling point and the blurb in every one of those but don't just put the shout line the elevator pitch this um any all those into them if they haven't asked for it because straight away to them, you're not reading the submission guidelines. You're not paying attention. You're not taking guidance. So that might throw them off. Like, you're giving me too much. The good thing would be would be uh, to go through each of those um, different types of pitches. Have all of them written up and you're comfortable with them all. Yeah. And then, so, and it just depends on what the agent's asking for. And then you can just copy and paste. Most. Yeah. I mean, for yeah, what they're I mean, asking. the pitches, you're selling it to everyone. I mean, when you do, we'll talk about query letters in another time, but um, when you're addressing it to the individual agents, you might want to put why you want to approach them, what makes them stand out to you and everything. But I think the pitches yes. and stuff is general to all of them because that is just what you're doing. You're selling your book. This is You don't want to um, personalise a pitch necessarily a blurb to that agent this is just your blurb so if you self-publish today that's the blurb you would put on the back of the book or um on the website the selling bit so you don't want to personalize that bit you just want to personalize the email yeah or the cover letter to them and yeah just to touch on that again i um was listening to uh, an agent talk about pitches and she was saying that <clears throat> it really helps um, when people say why they're submitting to that agent um, yeah. just to show the agent that you've researched them and it impresses them in some ways. So, But that's not to say it's for that's for every agent, but that was that particular agent. She says that that's pretty um, useful to see. Um, so Haley, um, I don't have too many tips on this, but I will go first okay, uh, go because it will approximately be 40 seconds of your time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so 
I don't have a lot. All I can say is, yeah, I for me as well, I've really got to zone in into what's my niche, what makes me different, my book different um, from other books. Um, and there is just so much on YouTube and Google and there's just so much out there. And I know it's a lot of information, in the, but at least from what we've given you with those uh, pointers, those six pointers, uh, pitches, from that, you can research further if you need to, if, if we've not made any sense to you so far. <laughs> um, and what I'm doing is... I'm just writing down words that sum up my novel. So um, I was about 10 words just just to kind of get it into my head, like to sum it up, because then you can then patch it up into sentences and paragraphs, what you maybe want to capture, not necessarily using those words, but just so you have it in your head. Um, yeah, so I've, I've wrote down 10 words, things like, for me, for mine, um, island, um, grief, friendship, um, overcoming fear, escape. So just a few words. And I feel like so far that that gets me in the headspace to then go into the pitches and start all that. What about you, Hayley? Have you got any tips? Um, I think they're really good ones. Um, oh, basically, thanks. I think it's... Yeah, it's like everything we've been talking about. I think it's knowing your story, knowing your character arcs and honing in. Um, and maybe a good way to, if you're still kind of working it out, um, do a little spider diagram. Um, it's I'm a very visual person, so I like to like put your book title in and then just think about what's the main things. So you've got your characters, you've got... The conflict what is the main conflict what is the main obstacle that they've got to face what is the same key areas and do you want to overcomplicate it because that's my biggest thing at the moment is that I'm torn between I've got two different elements I've got like a romantic side but I've also got a social conflict and rebellion side that kind of impacts it so it's which one do you hone in more do you try and mention both because both are important to the story and both are intriguing or do I mention more the romantic side or do I mention more the rebellion but if I hone one more than the other then you're saying you're selling your book in a certain way so am I selling it more as a suspense and intrigued but then they'll get thrown by the romantic side or am I selling it as a romantic historical fiction but they'll get thrown by the social conflict so it's working a way that you have the balance in your book but also the balance in your pitch and finding a way to do it I mean like I was trying to do the shout line and it's rebellion obsession survival they are the key points of the book. But does that say enough? Does that say too much? It's finding out what's the right balance to you and what's it's right. And I think once you've worked it out, then you kind of, you have to accept it and be honest with yourself and you'll, it'll click. You'll just kind of go, right, that's it. That's what it is. That's what my book is. And I think it's kind of, 
yeah, I think you just have to explore it and really know. I mean, some people might know straight away. It's just like, well, it's just this clear arc, this clear obstacle, this clear journey, and it's simple, A, B, C, D. Um, but some are a bit more complicated. And I think, especially as aspiring um, writers and authors and stuff, I think, yeah, you just have to get comfortable with the story that you're telling and be honest with yourself and, yeah, and just kind of play around with the words like you said, um, spider diagrams, drawing, brainstorming, contemplating a lot. Um, and, yeah, just look at those key points and research as well. Um, and just yeah work on those points and try it out with other people I think once you know that you've got a good pitch is you're either get involved in a writing group or a Facebook group or friends and family and try and pitch them your book and see what they say and not the ones that are just going to be biased straight away go that sounds lovely dear and then ignore you and move on but really kind of get ones that are interested and go okay would you buy this book if you had this blurb, if you had this shout line, if you had this elevator pitch. Um, and then, yeah, throw it back and forth. I mean, that's the great thing between me and you is that we just kind of throw each other messages and go, well, what about this? What about that? What about this? And everything. And just go, oh, my goodness, I'm just overwhelmed by this. <laughs> and I think, yeah, it's just learning, really, and experimenting. That's it, which we are. Um, and we might work we might fail who knows exactly (laughs) um the main thing is you try that's the main thing and then you won't have any regrets no um okay Hayley I I just want to say um before we get on to recommendations um have you looked at um Philippa Gregory her the back of her novels because yeah, because does she focus on romance? Because hers is very much of, you know, um, mostly everything else going on and romance is kind of through it, but it's not... Well, the ones I've read, they're not fully romance. So um, it should yeah. be interesting how she um, how she spins her, her books. No, I was doing that um, with the... Um working through it and looking at the pictures and I was comparing her what new one Tidelands and it is a little bit I was working on my blurb and she sets up the historical place sets up the social conflict and then sets up the characters so I've tried to and a lot of historical books do it that way and so I've tried to do it that way as well kind of summarize it um and then break it down that way um and yeah so it's mine is more looking at the particular words as well that people use the power words the ones they associate with it um is what I'm really kind of honing on at the moment and then also kind of doing the elevator pitch which actually helped me to really hone in the blurb a little bit more so you're going to say your elevator pitch? Yeah, so f- because I'm looking at one of the um, agents, and so this is the elevator pitch. It's um, 1831, the North, 
Two worlds, one choice. Would you choose to stay as the workers rebel against the government or would you pick love with a man from the other side, even if it cost you your life? That's kind of my elevator pitch, summarising up in a couple of questions and then you would put... It really is. ...the blurb underneath of the characters. Okay. Ah, I see. Yes, yes, yes. Ah, Okay. Um, no, that's good, hon. And and straight away, I'm intrigued to read the next part. Yeah. So it's recommendation, recommendation time. time. Okay. Do you want to go so, first, or um, what would your recommendation be this week, Lorna? Mine is very short. Um, so it's YouTube videos again. Um, the the name so it's a literary literary agent and she's called Sarah Hornsley and that is the title so if you search she should pop up if you say Sarah Hornsley or it, her name uh, or the channel is literary agent Sarah Hornsley and she does not have that many videos um, but she does talk about pitching. And I was looking at two of her videos and it's just her talking in front of the camera and um, yeah, really to the point. And yeah, I think she's English and yeah, she's from an agency. So it's always interesting to hear from these people rather than, you know, more aspiring authors like ourselves. Um, (laughs) So yeah. Um, so she talked about how to hook a literary agent and finding the hook of your novel. So she's only got a few videos, but they won't take up too much of your time. And I recommend her. What about you, Hayley? Um, I've got two recommendations this week um so the first one is the book by kate harrison um and it's called pitch power and basically it's like a workbook to work through um i bought a copy and i've been working through it which has really helped me to look at the definitions that we've been talking about and the different way of looking at your characters and the arc of your story and everything so yeah i would highly recommend that one just as a workbook if you'd like to go through it that way to work out your pitch um great advice and the second recommendation i have is actually another youtube channel they it's a couple who uh, one's a writer and the other one's a literary agent and it's called the book doctor and they've got quite a few on pitching um and they do it like a service as well and stuff of it and but they look at the publishing world and everything like that so i've kind of just stumbled across them but i watched um it was quite a long one but it's the art of book pitch it was really good it kind of helps you to think and process it and it's a good one just if you want to get time out to yourself and chill youtube videos are quite good to have in the background or something like that and mm. yeah I think they would be my two one just to get you really thinking about and working through your pitch and looking at your own story. Awesome. But if you um, guys also the pitch and the recommendations are going to be featured on our Facebook page and the Aspiring Authors podcast. And so every time that this podcast goes live, we will shout out the recommendations on there as well. So you can find a link. 
Okay, you can also find us on Twitter. So tweet us, don't be shy, um, or send us a message. And we are at Aspiring Author Pod. And also we have an email address. So feel free to get in touch with us if you have... Well, if you have questions on pitching, by all means, we will try and help <laughs> as best we can. Um, but also, if you've got your own suggestions, we would happily and gratefully receive those. So, yeah. Um, and that is at what's that, Haley? Aspiring author um, at outlook.com. If you like and recommend this podcast, please review us and rate us on. Um, Apple um, Podcasts or iTunes it just helps us to kind of get out there and if you love it someone else might love it too and if you do we will be hugely grateful um, so you never know it just might be just the two of us talking to the ether <laughs> or there might be loads of people yeah. it. but <laughs> <laughs> we both laugh at that part I think it's the <laughs> former um <laughs> okay Haley. so we'll see you next week that's us um are you gonna say what episode we're gonna do next week i'm dreading what you're just about to say we are gonna look <sighs> at blurbs okay we're we don't have to say our blurbs do we i think we should uh, and i'm gonna put a i haven't to got, oh my god i haven't even got anything i don't even know what my blurb is gonna be why don't you just explain because i'm still Oh, okay, I'm I'll do make a shout it up. out to see if anyone wants to submit their blurbs. She's only saying this because she's at the head of the class and I'm behind. <laughs> Heckin' hell. Um, how step am I to supposed mark, to keep up? up? You're ahead of me. You need to be kind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, the next the next week uh, we're going to talk about blurbs. Okay, right. Yeah, and hopefully Sounds we'll fun. get some other blurbs out there and we'll just talk about them, critique them and just compare. And yeah, we'll just see how it goes, really. So what we're going to talk about people's? our blurbs and then talk about blurbs. <laughs> oh, we'll get there. I'm editing this out. Um, cool. Okay. Well, thank you for listening. Thanks um, for listening. The ether, and we will <laughs> we'll be back again next week. Yep. Woo. Speak to you soon. Bye. Speak to you soon. Bye. aspiring authors you can find us on twitter at aspiring authors pod credit goes to josh woodward for our theme music once tomorrow